everyone, it's Michelle from Studio City Now. And today, for the third time, I'm so excited to have Sky Delaney join me. Hi, Sky. Thank you so much. Hi, Michelle. It's so nice to see you. We're doing the interview on Zoom. So <laughs> to connect today on a Saturday. I know. I know. I should just come on out there and hang out. I know. Totally, you should. <laughs> I will. I got to get out of the valley. <laughs> So you told me you have some exciting news. I do. So the recent music video on Tank Circus, it's from an al the most recent album that I have also called Untamed Circus. So I directed that and uh, it was just important for me to just really put in all the details and stuff. It's a song about freedom essentially. So there's a lot of layers to that and I, so I have the, I, it portrays different aspects of that theme with the, there's a carousel, there's inanimate animals, and then there's a wild beast, like a, a cheetah. So it shows the contrast between that. So it's about freedom. And also on April 2nd, I have a new song release. It's called Kaleidoscope. Ah. Brand new song. This is not, it's not a rock song, this one. It's just a ballad. And it's a trip because it was created years ago and I found it in my little vault. <laughs> I came across it and I'm like, you know what? Perfect timing and it's meant to be and I cannot believe I overlooked the song. So it's scheduled for April 2nd, Kaleidoscope. It's a single and it'll probably go on my fifth album that I'll soon be working on. So Kaleidoscope, it's a ballad, it's only vocals. It's nothing like Untamed Circus. It's like a whole different... I like to, those are my two genres, rock, heavy, heavy, crazy rock. Then I have the quieter ballads, singer, songwriter. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah. That's the wind? No, my dog sneezed. Oh, that's <laughs> you. She's really funny. Aww. Or at three in the morning, I'll hear. I can't wait for Kaleidoscope. And do you have a um, video that's going with that? It will, yeah, it'll, it will, especially uh, with that title, it'll be very colorful. The kaleidoscope, it's a tube, it's like a toy, and, uh, but it also is a metaphor for our own individual matrixes, our own reality that we create, the colors and the textures, the sounds, the people that we personally put in our individual matrix, in our own kaleidoscope perception and experiences and people you know and the more vibrant the colors the better the people and the better the experiences the better our lives will be and we have control over that true oh I remember as a kid we'd get them the kaleidoscopes in the tubes look through them and <laughs> yeah so somehow it just came to me and um so I'm excited for that. So that's April 2nd. And then uh, just uh, working on the fifth album already. And uh, also I have another project, which is really like rare. I actually recently recorded this past week, a brand new other album. This is Spoken Word. Po it's poetry that I've written. I've been published as a poet since I was a teen, several times. It's what I've done since I was a teenager. So I'm like, you know what? I have a lot of poetry and, you know, I contribute also to a magazine sometimes. 
called Shine on Hollywood. So it's it's just reflective writing on seasons and energy. I have this recorded. It's called The Hollywood Collection. And so that will be re released also this year, 2020. And it's spoken word. So it's like an audio book. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a recording based on a book that is also being released. So I have a book released this year. I can't wait for that. Will you have a release party or like be it Book Soup or Barnes and Noble or? I can totally do that. And I've, I work with Book Soup sometimes. Yeah. That's where I met you. How <laughs> near you? Is there a Barnes and Noble near you in Studio City? Yes. Okay, cool. Because I don't know of that many. <laughs> yeah, it's called oh, it's Book Soup. Book Soup is in West Hollywood. Yeah. Barnes and Noble, also called Crown Books. Yeah. It's okay. an old theater that's been converted. I know which one. I love it. I had a shoot there one time. I had a photo shoot there on Ventura Boulevard. Yeah. I love it. Looks like an old theater. It has been there since forever. You know what a real old theater is? It's the Warner in San Pedro. Oh. Built in 1880. You're kidding. Mm -mm. 1880. I didn't even know San Pedro was around then. Oh, San Pedro. Era, you mean? I'm sorry? The Wild West era. Is that the Wild West? Kind of the end of it, but you know, our, our audio is not the best, but that's okay. San Pedro has always been a port. Okay. But back to your releases, you've been busy the past couple of months. I've been really busy and why wait any further and just contribute. And, you know, it's not about me at all. I'm just... It, it's not about any artist, the work that we contribute to the world. We are just nothing more than a vessel. The truth is, you know, it's a misconception that they call actors or performers a narcissist because they're not. If you're yeah. authentic, right? I know more narcissists that are that work corporate jobs that are all about the money or the incentives or whatever than true artists because it's just, it's not about the ego. It's just about if you were inspired and God gave you that, then you're supposed to give it, share it and contribute. So it's like a responsibility and a service. So that's how I look at it. And I have more projects and, and that's what my life is about. It just, you know, just give back. And the book is exciting because I've never published a book before. And um, I do work with Book Soup. So I may just um, reach out to you and be like, hey, I'm going to have this book, book release over here. Book Soup used to promote my calendars because I had the shows of the whiskey across the street. So for many years, um, I have the annual calendars at Book Soup and they just put it on display. They were really cool. But then the pandemic got weird. And I was like, you know, are people really going to, you know, <laughs> browse the way that they did before and their hours um got changed but in the new, when things get better definitely you did a lot of writing during the pandemic yeah um you and i pretty much it didn't affect our lives the way it did with other people mm -hmm. that's true but um it's are true. you 
are you performing anywhere? Well, I've been performing consistently. I've been doing it on live streams. So <laughs> I have more of those coming up, but I am planning on performing in person as well. I can't wait. Yeah, I know you were at Baroque and um, I didn't go. I Pardon me? Yeah, the, I, I was. I did a show at the, the other Venice Film Festival that was in person a few months ago. Oh, and I missed that. I would have gone. But at Baroque, because of the hour and I was covering like two things, the like, Baroque oh movie. my God. <laughs> that was a beautiful thing to be a part of. Um, shout out to Ruben. Uh, he had been doing it for like 10 or like many, many years. The, the, it's called the Other Venice Film Festival. Uh-huh. I performed at the opening night. And because um, there, there is a Venice Film Festival out of Venice. Right. So this one is the other event. Yeah, I missed that too. Yeah. It was really beautiful. <laughs> but um, so that was a nice thing that I was able to do and it was nice to see people. They also aired Party Stopper Suck, one of my, one of my music videos. So it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I was watching um, Untamed Circus earlier <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, you, uh, everything's there absolutely everything i like the pantomime it was nice to get that clip of the man wearing makeup because men wear makeup too you know not women oh, but men wear they have the facade you know it's in their own different way they do um yeah i have a nephew who actually wears foundation because <laughs> it evens out his skin it's like you know i'm not doing it to be someone else it evens out my skin. Okay. <laughs> and I get it. Yeah. So I know we had talked before, but let's mention it again. What was your, um, why am I blinking out today? <laughs> what was your inspiration for Untamed Circus? The song is about freedom. And mm -hmm. uh, I write clips Parts and clips of songs that are like the soundtrack of my life. And yeah. the part, there's a part that says, why are you calling me? Ain't you his property? You were bought and leased, my little untamed beast. I had a music manager many years ago. I had, I've had many managers, but this one that inspired the song that I dated also, this is a long time ago. And, uh, but then he was becoming controlling and a total ass. <laughs> um, I did break up with him and, you know, later we were friends, but during that time when I was trying to get away from him, uh, that's how I felt was my gosh, like, am I controlled? Am I being bought or leased? Whatever. Don't think so. <laughs> and I was trying to date somebody else. And in my mind, I was like, if I call this guy, he's going to say to me, why are you calling me? My little untamed beast. You were bought and leased. <laughs> Be free. So it was about freedom from a controlling, um, controlling uh, re relationship and a controlling manager as well. Now with um, Calliope, Calliope, Kaleidoscope. <laughs> the inspiration, because you said it's layers of you know person personalities or just layers of life. Yeah. That one I don't believe I've heard yet. No, that's a brand new one that's being released April second. And yeah, that inspired uh, 
our individual matrices, our individual lives consisting of colors, people, experiences. You know, somebody's daily view of their life can be a train station. Somebody else's could be oh, the ocean. Somebody else's could be their dogs. So, you know, these are all colors in our unique kaleidoscopes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's what we're exposed to. So it's really important what we consume. It's not just like uh, what we eat or drink, but what we consume energetically and uh, through what we see, what we're listening to and what we take in. People don't realize that you're still consuming. So like, you know, like when I drive, drive down the street, for example, if it's an ugly scene, I actually try not to look out the window. If it's something disturbing, like tragic or disturbing that I can't do anything about, I'll just keep driving. I'd rather check out the sunset or look at my dog in the eyes or whatever. <laughs> Sometimes I play piano and hummingbirds line up outside my window. It's really cute. Aww. Isn't that funny? That, you know, that means they love what you're doing. <laughs> it's like a fairy tale. Yeah, when I play my guitar, my dog will like look at me like, mom, you're the best thing ever. That's awesome. Dogs are, animals are really amazing like that and they pick up on vibration. We'll link to Kaleidoscope. Uh, so it's only next week, I mean, next month. It's in a uh -huh. So I have that. And then uh, the Spoken Word album, I'll send you a copy. I'm excited for that. And shout out to Bobby Moore, my producer of many years. He's worked with me on many different projects, but he's just an incredible person and an amazing producer and um, wanted to mention him. He's the producer of the Spoken Word album, The Hollywood Collection. Now, where can we find The Hollywood Collection? I'm going to send it to you. I'm releasing it. So the, the actual release date is to be announced. It will be this year, though. So okay, great. Available, then it'll be available on Amazon. And what are the, you know, just the retailers where people buy books? You know, it's such a different world now. <laughs> I, I can't say. I can't say you can go down the street to the bookshop and get it, but I can tell you, you can, I'm sure you can get it on Amazon or get it online. <laughs> as soon as you let me know, I can promo the heck out of it, you know, on my show. I'll send it to you. So that one, it's Hollywood inspired poetry and um, it's very personal. And even though it's a short spoken word album, you know, poems are not the same as a novel. Some poems are very short, mm -hmm. some, are long, some are short. But the total album is uh, under 10 minutes, is short. The audio album of the spoken word is under 10 minutes. But even though it's under 10 minutes, it felt long enough to me because it's so emotional. You really had to dig deep and just um, conjure those feelings of what I felt when I wrote them and they're very personal and extremely emotional. But, you know, some lighthearted also. They're not like, it's not like dark. It's actually pretty uplifting for the most part. So, but the 10 minutes is good for a poetry album. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are called EPs. <laughs> yes. Very cool. Like American Pie, that was, I think, 13 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there were various versions, but. I'm a listener, so even with books, um, like the last book that I read, I listened to it on YouTube. I watched it on YouTube. I do audiobooks, 
because yes. I walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I walk with the dog and, mm -hmm. you know, I love YouTube, but Me too, yeah. if you're driving, you can't really watch it. Well, you can play it on your phone, but you just have to be careful, you know, if it stops or gets interrupted. But yeah, uh, outwitting the devil. That's really bizarre. I was at the rainbow. It was, it was my birthday in 2020, January 2020. Mm -hmm. I turned upside down a couple months after. <laughs> and, <laughs> Somebody, um, like a, you know, passerby, a barfly, <laughs> nice guy, was like, you know, my birthday gift to you is I want you to check out the book called Outwitting the Devil. Oh, wow. I bought it. He said, it's a tip for your life. This will help you. And I'm supposed to tell you this. Check out Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, same guy that wrote uh, Think and Grow Rich. So I checked it out, watched it on YouTube, watched the audiobook, and bought the physical book. But that's just not my personality to like sit and read. Like I'll exercise and I'll listen and or I'll work and I'll listen. So I watched it on YouTube and it's incredible. It's just pretty much about thriving no matter what and not, you know, letting adversity get you down. And it was like a little prep and almost like a way to prepare for what the news that was going to arrive a couple months after. <laughs> oh my God. It was two years ago this month. Yes. Yeah. March, 2020. Yeah, I, I, think was in I came back from New Orleans and I was like, is this a joke? Like what's going on here? Yeah, no, I was at Mardi Gras at, um, in New Orleans and it was, you know, a very lively time with lots of parades and a ton of people. So to go from that to, being told, hey, everyone has to stay away from each other was very shocking. Yeah. <laughs> to go from Mardi Gras to everyone stay away. Well, it was like March 15th or 16th. Something like that. I don't remember the exact date. I just remember like thinking that this is surreal. Are you kidding me? Like, I know when we locked down, I walked across the street to the market. No, I drove because it's LA. Yeah. <laughs> and people had loaded their carts with bizarre crap. <laughs> I bought 50 pounds of dog food because I had dogs. Yeah. And um, the streets, first they were packed that one day. Then after that, I go to Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. Nobody. You know what, Michelle, I, I appreciate that we're even, you know, the fact that we can look back, mm -hmm. like refer to it as something that has, or, that happened, that is no longer. Yeah. It's really empowering, and I appreciate that a lot, just to reflect on it and be like, do you remember when and how it was? And just to be grateful that that's no longer our reality, even though there's other bad things going on in the world. Yeah. I'm glad that as a humanity that that era is over thank goodness definitely it was and you know let's be stronger because of it that's how i look at it yeah we got through this and it was a big change for everyone yeah one of the things i noticed was people are kinder to each other mm -hmm. or most people are yeah and just gracious and grateful to have each other and for human contact. 
I had um, my niece, my sister's daughter was like about a year old at the height of all that. And my mm-hmm. sister, um, she was really like obedient with the rules and stuff. And uh, I actually couldn't see her in 2020, the one-year-old. Glass, just like kind of like the movie, you know, the boy in the plastic bubble. And the toddler, she picked up on something is wrong. And like she would stick up her hand behind the the door, the glass. And that's how we we communicated. Mm -hmm. Heartbreaking and just disgusting, like so sad. So I've seen her a lot since. (laughs) One of the things I noticed. there's a woman in my building, she's wonderful. But if you walked in the laundry room and didn't have a mask, she would freak out. Every time she put her laundry on something, it had to be cleaned with alcohol. I was like, no, this is ridiculous. There are a lot of people that still are though. I hate to say it, but it's the saddest thing. I have a tub about this big. It's like 12 by eight, like one of those hospital tubs. It's got gloves, masks, and hand sanitizer in it because people keep sending me all this stuff. I don't need it all. (laughs) And it's not good for you. It's not healthy. The sanitizers are, yeah, it's not really funny. (laughs) They do. I used to use them to clean my counters because they used to be clean, pure alcohol. Mm -hmm. And I would bake bread and I just wanted things sanitized for bread. Even though I put something on top of it. Now they've got so much garbage in it. I don't want it near me. But anyway, (laughs) I want to thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you, Michelle. Always wonderful to connect. And thank you for for trying it this way today. It was nice to, to do Zoom. Yeah, I just feel when you see somebody, it's easier to talk to them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah for letting me plug all those projects and I'll keep you in the loop for sure. And we have to thank Freddie Kay for connecting us. Definitely. Amazing person and a shout out to him to him for sure. I'll actually send him a text and I'll send a link of this uh, broadcast of this podcast when it's done. I'll send him a copy. Okay, yeah, I will. Um, I've got a lot of editing this week. I'm sorry? Oh, I said uh, he's an amazing guy and actually he may be in, going to Europe this month. I mean, not this month, in the coming months. Well, maybe he could take us. (laughs) He's amazing. I was just on the phone with Freddie for a long time the other day. So I was was thinking of him. I've got to give him a call. But anyway, thank you so much. And we'll we'll do this when everything drops. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks. You have a wonderful weekend. Bye. You as well. Take care. Bye. Bye.